Welcome to the Keep Idaho Red Radio Show, where you'll hear from national, statewide, and local Republican leaders about the issues that are most important to Idahoans today. Now, please welcome Tom Luna and Vic Miller. Welcome back to Keep Idaho Red Radio here on 580-KIDO 107.5 FM. And Vic, our sister station, KLIX in the, in the Magic, Magic Valley. Valley. We're, uh, we're gearing up for a great Christmas holiday. A Merry Christmas to you, Vic, Thank and you. to everyone. And, and to your family and, and all, of our, all the families. Yeah, we're all blessed and we're all uh, so uh, blessed to live in Idaho, blessed to live in the great country of the uh, United States and all the good that it, it, uh, it and opportunity it provides us. And we, we're going to... Uh, um, entertain a new guest today. Uh, we're going to talk with uh, uh, Representative Julie Yamamoto. And Julie, welcome to the show. Yamamoto, good morning. Yes. Good, to, good to visit with you, Victor and Tom. Yeah, and thanks for being on the show again. District 11, CA. That's right. Yes. Her uh, second yes. term. And Representative, you've, uh, you have a new position in the legislature. Um, you're going to be the chair of the House Education Committee. Uh, I think you were a bit surprised, and um, uh, uh, a number of us were very pleased to see that appointment. But um, uh, let, let's talk a bit about your background, because I think you're one of the few people that are going to fill that position uh, that actually have uh, some education background, uh, but in, at least in my opinion, uh, an approach towards education that is very much uh, uh, school choice driven, student centric driven. So, talk to us about your background in education and um, and uh, your role now as chairman of the uh, chairwoman of the House Education Committee. Well, I have been 32 years in the public schools, and uh, it wasn't just it was never just a job. Uh, from my earliest rememberings, I knew I would be a teacher. I knew I, that was uh, my, was going to be a gift and and an expectation that that's how I was going to uh, best serve. And so I was um, a teacher, and then uh, <laughs> was complaining to my sister one day, and she said, "Wait a minute, are you just going to gripe about this, or are you going to do something about it? Because if you're just going to gripe, I'm done listening." Oh, and we that hate is dares like that. Yes, and the very next uh, week I was enrolled in classes for administration because you can either gripe about it or you can roll up your sleeves and do something about it. And so I spent the larger part of my uh, career in uh, K-6 and then um, had middle school experience, had um, alternative school experience, principal of that school, and in the juvenile detention center school as well, and then uh, was a, a principal that opened up Caldwell High and the new Ridgeview, and in between there uh, was lucky enough to get to help open Thomas Jefferson Charter School as its first principal, and I'm, I still am on the board at Thomas Jefferson Charter School. So education, uh, you yeah. retire from the day-to-day, but you don't retire from caring about kids and all kids, and um, that was something that I appreciated about your tenure um, when you were superintendent, Tom, is that you were one of the first in Idaho to use the phrase, it shouldn't matter what your zip code is. Yeah. And that all means all. And uh, that, you were singing my tune. Maybe people have, uh, they can, you know, argue with us as to how we go about that. But we are entering a new phase, and everything in education swings. The pendulum swings one way and then another. And I, and I feel like that after eight years, uh, time for the pendulum to swing in a different 
way, and I really am looking forward to working with Superintendent Critchfield, and I'm so excited about the things I've been hearing as part of her transition team, and um, and I yes. would like to rest right here any idea that anybody carries water for anybody else. If you know Debbie Critchfield, <laughs> if you know me, if you know yeah. uh, Dave Lent, uh, to the idea that any of us are going to kowtow to somebody else is actually laughable. Uh, but what we all have in common is that we do we do have a shared vision and focus that all does mean all. We know the education system isn't perfect and that there are things that we can do that will help parents feel more comfortable about their students staying in the regular public school or being in a charter or being homeschooled or being whatever online, whatever that means for someone that, you know, but if we say we're going to do that, then we need to fund it. Yes. That's, you know, in a nutshell, that's my educational experience is that I still I I believe the American dream is obtainable by all. The republic's safety is based on an educated electorate, and I will go to my grave trying to make sure that we take care of kids and, and make sure that they are graduated, able to read, do math, and think yeah. Uh, and make decisions for Amen. themselves. And that, that's really what it's all about. And, and, and folks, we're visiting with Representative Julie Yamamoto, who is the uh, new chair uh, of the uh, House Education Committee, and you've heard uh, some of her background and stuff. And, and, and Julie, one thing I've always appreciated about you is you recognize that if, if all means all, then that means we need to have many options uh, for mm-hmm. kids to be able to, uh, to have a learning environment that works for them. And just because a child is in a school that's not working for them that doesn't mean that school is bad because it's it's obviously working for many but we you know we need many many different options and delivery models and choices for parents and students if we really want an education system that meets the that that can meet the needs of all of them one size does not fit all never has never will never has and, and never uh, will and and you are always a leader in uh in in uh bringing that message forward and appreciate it just on a, on a real short note um last night i've got a couple of grandkids that go to thomas jefferson uh charter school and last night we were at their christmas conference i i believe there was like seven eight hundred people there right watching these kids sing and stuff so what a successful school and another example of an option for parents and obviously a very popular one because of the number of kids attending there and and the support that they receive um let's shift gears here and talk but but before you leave that topic i just want to say this they were just recognized as the only school in idaho uh for and the reason for academic gain at the same time, reflecting the demographics of the area. And I know charter schools get kind of, uh, they oftentimes are criticized because they cherry pick or just have the, the cream of the crop and they don't have to deal with all the the nuances and that, you know, that any demographic brings. But Thomas Jefferson Charter School is serving uh, a very similar demographic to what Valley View, which is the district it's it within, um, serves, and so to still show such strong academic success, um, that that shows us that you know what, uh, if we 